what else you got? Uh, side note, who's in the tub? Do you remember that? Which tub? Carrie, did you get to that point where, uh, so she's searching the rooms, and I actually just noticed it this time. I don't know why I've never seen it before. There's like this body in a tub with a bunch of goo in there. It's like basically just like all their parts. I was thinking that Typical. maybe. Do you remember that? When she's when she's when she's, when she's searching through and she sees somebody in the tub. Yeah, yeah. Like the I skeletal remains of somebody. Yeah, I don't remember who it was. I, no, or, no, no. Like, they I, don't say. They don't say. But I was, yeah. I was like thinking maybe that was the the previous owner, right? Because she was an old lady of oh, the house. Oh, because when she's when she's at the neighbor's house, they're talking about like, oh yeah, this person like has been living there for a long time and like inherited, you know, this uh, yeah. this house. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Because then then oh, he, wow. even even Buffalo Bill is like, no, no, she moved a long time ago, and the family, long, you know, like took moved her a long time ago. She was about a size fourteen. Yeah, so uh, the prosecution, uh, the prosecution rests. The defense calls to the stand, Clarice Starling. I don't know. We're having witnesses. She is a the, one of the reasons why she is such a perfect character for this is because not only is she a trainee, but she's a strong female character that had to fight through a male-dominated field of expertise while also using what was used against her to sometimes gain favor without compromising her true values. For example, uh, her interactions with Dr. Chilton and having to use some charm with somebody who is a, a complete narcissist. Hannibal Lecter, you know, being able to have that experience with him uh, during the first meeting and, and, you know, given us like one objective of like, you know, have him fill out this questionnaire, but also being able to you know, be honest and charming with him, like a, a person who used things against themselves, you know, like, like a personal details against themselves. Um, she was able to to placate him. Objection, Your Honor. It, this seems more like a closing statement than it does uh, questioning a witness. A- approach the bench. This isn't a closing statement. This is a, no. It's, a, it's just saying that's what it sounds like. It no. I am. I am telling you why because most of uh, Sam's argument has been about why she's a bad FBI agent. But again, we're talking about why this is a great movie. And so I'm talking about why the writing of her character and exactly the way it is, although imperfect as a in real life FBI agent, she is a great protagonist in this movie based on some of the things that Sam would consider a, a, a flaw. It actually works for the writing and in, uh, the benefit of the character. But you had those moments to rebut those facts that I brought in 
that you're I actually also, bringing back now? Don't you I have anything new to bring to the... Yes. Well, I also mentioned uh, during those times that I would be bringing my evidence forward uh, during my uh, uh, my testimony. Yeah, that's why I'm just... Objections saying. overruled, Sam. Go ahead, Mike. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Your Honor. Um, the way that uh, she's able to... Um, say the right things at the right time that get not only him to give her the information and use the information later on, but to be able to conduct herself in such a way that he admits to her at the end of the movie that I will never come after you. You know, you are like you're not a target of mine. The police officers that are at the autopsy scene that are passing her off as, you know, like, a non to do, you know, FBI agent and her being able to like stand up for herself and explain, like, get out. Yes. You're looking at me. Like I'm not somebody that has an opinion, but I'm still telling you that your job is done. Move on. Um, uh, the insect experts that were, were met during that time being able to use her charm in order to keep them on track with the information she was asking for the the garage owner that didn't want to help her because it's like oh this woman is asking me to let her in here and her being able to charm him and say i'll get my own car jack and open this garage door your honor this is all stuff that's already been brought up this isn't anything new we've this already is- we've already <laughs> had this with my points and your rebuttals and then my cross-examination. This isn't anything new. We've already gone through all this. Where's your new evidence? Sounds like no. he's speaking to the contrary of your argument. We've already done that. So this would be a closing statement then. No, it's not a closing it's statement. All, all it is is a summarization because, of everything you've already said. Your Honor, if I may, if I may add, my argument is not based on the reality of her as an FBI agent. My argument is her as a character in this movie and 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 a larger perspective of what it meant that she was in it not just her acumen as an fbi agent which i've i've mentioned you know certain things in the before argument and repeated certain things in in now the the witness testimony but also what it means in this movie because there are so many moving cogs and characters in this movie that have limited time she is way deeper than just some trainee that is failing at her job. She is so you somebody agree that she failed at her job. I, I, I agree that she's a flawed person and we've agreed on that previously. But what I'm saying is the, well, the that's, flaws those are two different things. Your Honor, I, I'm in the middle of a, a witness testimony. Yeah, but right actually, now. we haven't left the bench yet. If you remember, we're still kind that's of true. We're still kind of talking to each other. <laughs> And so what I'm, <laughs> what I'm what I'm bringing up is is the reason why she's important in the movie and not speculating what she would be as a FBI agent like in the field right now. Yeah, but is she qualified yeah, enough to stand in front of Hannibal Lecter? Let's keep it moving. Okay, thank you, Your Honor. Sam <laughs> is right. We've heard all this already. So keep going. All right. So she's she's also capable in many fields in her expertise, such as marksmanship in her uh, uh, firing range scene, uh, negotiation and interrogation. I'm, I'm glad you brought proven. that up. Remember what we talked about, about the bullets? She's a marksman, right? 
don't you think that she would know how to handle her weapon? And in and, and, and handling your weapon, you know everything on the inside and out. Why was she having a damaged bullet? Okay, so take away the marksman. Like, uh, even though the scene shows her at a target practice, nailing <laughs> shot after shot, the main thing that is in her talent is negotiation and, and, and interrogation to the point that where a expert um, profiler has her go in his wake because he couldn't do what she can do. No, he tried. He couldn't do it because Hannibal Lecter. Your Honor, like I, I thought, we were away from the bench now. <laughs> I, the the point is, like I'm bringing evidence by evidence. You're just going on running on sentence. You're not bringing specific points, and then letting me be able to rebut them. I brought exhibits to you, right, Michael. So, so I, I will actually give him something to argue with. I, I will uh, disagree with that, and I think that in the the cases of her ability to handle Doctor Chilton, handle. Hannibal Lecter, handle the the police officers in the autopsy room, handle the insect uh, experts to take her seriously and move on with her um, with her uh, uh, findings and the garage owner that she's an expert in interrogation and negotiation. She's not a bad FBI agent. She's an FBI trainee that is above her class in those two fields. Which two fields? I'm sorry. Negotiation and interrogation. Even to the point where when she's speaking to Buffalo Bill, he can no longer, like he knows when he's had. Even if her tack talk with uh, Buffalo Bill, like he gets to a point where he knows he's been had. There's no negotiating or lying to her. Yes, but I would argue that she didn't know that he was Buffalo Bill until she saw a butterfly. No, she knew. She 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 had. I know. A, I, you're the audience is to believe. She had instinct. That's why she went to that house. That's why she no, bogarted that, that was the address her way. she was given. Not no, uh, I I disagree. I think that because she was in that house and she saw the diamond cuts on the mannequin that's used for sewing, that she realized, you know, like what was happening, what Buffalo, what, what uh, Hannibal Lecter was was telling her was being done with the bodies, and the fact that that address was there. As a good detective, she's like, I'm going to have to go there myself and bogart my way in that door. And once she saw those death head moths, she was like, started asking questions into the point where he started backing up in the room and said, you know, like, like to himself, like, uh, she's got me. I'm just going to have to, you know, drag her into a trap. If I if so, I remember correctly, she was actually going to the address because the teacher of the other girl that she was visiting the house was at that location. It wasn't a suspect. This was somebody that was a teacher. So she was looking for more information, not because oh, like a she good, assumed like a good agent. Buffalo Bill. Oh, got it. Like a good agent. Got but that's it. Not, okay. No, that's not the point no, no, you no, just no. made. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. You, but, but you made the point for me. Like a good agent. But you, the point Starling that you were just making. <laughs> the point you were just making, you just refuted that. No, no, but you made you made my point further that even though no, she I has didn't. flaws, to, no, you did. You just gotta listen up. Uh, <laughs> so, so, like I was saying, uh, furthermore, she's able to team up with an unlikely uh, unlikely ally to get a childhood uh, to get over a childhood trauma that has followed her all the way to this day. Now, again, you're bringing up arguments during my witness testimony. How's this wait, a witness wait, wait, testimony? Wait, wait, let me let me. This finish. isn't a witness testimony. Please, so on been, stand. 
Yeah, she's been this entire time. But unlike you've Sam, never asked her uh, a question. Who, <laughs> unlike myself, you want to let her talk. <laughs> unlike unlike myself, who has given Sam the respect of only interjecting with specific objections, Sam is talking over. You my, have not my asked witness. your witness anything. I, I didn't have to ask her anything. I'm. Why is she on the stand? Because she's not here. I don't know Jody Foster. Damn you it. brought a witness. I, I'm just using terms. <laughs> So the reason why she's also a good character, like I said, is because uh, she was able to team up with an unlikely ally to get over uh, childhood trauma, to trade facts about her trauma that end up helping her get through this case and then move on with her life and move past it. That's it. That's it. That's what I got for you. And, and, and just like I said in my opening argument, I'm just going to be talking about characters. I'm not going to be talking about what would an FBI agent do, which is strictly conjecture when we're talking about what would somebody else that we're not talking about do. We're talking about why is it a good movie? Okay. We're also talking about why it's a bad movie to my points. And then you had to refute That's fine. Those. Yeah. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I gave you the respect of, you know, letting you <laughs> say your deal and objecting when I needed to. All right, moving on. <laughs> okay. I just um, want to know that you didn't add anything to what we already didn't know. <laughs> but I added more when it came to why she's an important character. And that's what, if, if you have any objection of why that's not a beautiful character to have, like an imperfect person that is put that, that has the drive and stick to to keep going through this, to fight not only with uh, people physically, people mentally and herself mentally and still come out on top. I, I don't disagree with the fact that she was persevering. I don't disagree with that. I think the way that she came about things was by accident. She did not end up at Buffalo Bill's doorstep knowing that it was Buffalo Bill. So my argument to that goes all the way to the beginning where she was, there was an accident in it, but the accident wasn't by accident. Jack Crawford admits to her on the drive back that that he did it on purpose, that he used her on purpose, and that he didn't tell her certain things on purpose, which snowballed her into effort to okay. get this done. So Jack Crawford didn't know Starling before Starling came by. He was, no, he was, uh, he was uh, the, her supervisor. He was her superior. But only as in like credentials on paper and so yeah exactly she never studied under jack crawford correct she didn't know anything like he didn't know anything about her other than what her superior her immediate superior would say her trainer said the only reason that she was put into that position is because she was a woman is because every other agent that went in front of dr lecter was a man and wasn't able to get through correct because of his expertise he saw more expertise there he there, sent there her is. in just hoping, hoping that she would be able to get in because she is a she, not because she's a good agent. That is incorrect. The, the reason why it's incorrect is because there's there's a few times in the movie where he talks, where she mentions his exact motives uh, for, for using her. And he says, yes, you're right about that. And, and it, None of it has to do with her being a woman. It has to do with her uh, uh, her uh, educational acumen and the fact that the only reason why he didn't tell her 
why he was sending her was because he knew that if he told her why she would try too hard, just like she does in physical, you know, things like when, you know, you talking about her knocking in the door and then door bumping her four times in the face and things like that. When she, when she's given too much direction, she tries too hard. He wanted her to be her natural self so that she would get more out of Lecter than anybody ever has. And he was correct in his estimation. Uh, you're just assuming a lot, but that's fine. I don't think I'm assuming a lot, Your Honor. <laughs> you don't have to say it, but I'm, I'm just saying. You heard the argument. <laughs> I'm going to move to, uh, I guess I shouldn't say witness, because I uh, I don't think Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> You'll be is destroyed. Be <laughs> destroyed yet again. Okay. Talking about the uh, character Hannibal Lecter played by Anthony Hopkins, is one of the greatest villains of all time due to the danger of his character, both uh, in physicality and with uh, mental acumen. No disagreement there. He's able to manipulate, uh, we've talked about this, but manipulate multiple MIGs into killing himself by swallowing his own tongue. Uh, uh, One of the most talented um, uh, profilers, Jack Crawford, uh, is not even going to go near him because he knows that his goose is cooked when it comes to words. Um, Jack Crawford even warns Clarice Starling, do not let him in your head. You, it's one place you don't want him to be. Um, the, the, uh, the two guards at the end get even, even though they know he's one of the most dangerous people based on his politeness and his courtesy is able to let down their guard to the degree where one of them ends up hanging with an American flag, um, over the, the bars. And one of them, uh, ends up uh, becoming a new mask for his face. Um, and Dr. Chilton like being as cavalier until the point where he cannot physically control Dr. Lecter and flees the country. Like Dr. Chilton's power is only because he runs this prison and he has this like fame behind him and and Dr. Lecter, as soon as he's out and on the ballot and Dr. Chilton knows, oh, I, I remember everything I've done to this guy and he flees the country to Italy intelligence is his sharpest weapon and when speaking to clarice for the first time he's able to nail her down to a t are they in um, italy uh yeah that's that's where dr chilton uh uh leaves I it wasn't south it, america i thought that's, it was it, italy it's I not like that's, that's gonna hurt your case i'm just no but i i, thought I know in the second movie that there he's, he's in, in italy there but maybe you're right maybe it's south america i, I might have been uh misconstruing it to uh italy because of hannibal the the sequel um, regardless, um, when speaking to Clarice for the first time, and, and this is actually something I only noticed on my most recent watch of the movie, like, you know, multiple Migs makes a comment about, you know, what he can smell. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he goes through some descriptions and he goes through some impressive things about the, uh, the type of uh, uh, skin cream she uses. I never noticed that that he was able to also based on her accent and the way that she was acting like 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 get her 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 childhood location down and and actually mention uh, growing up on a sheep farm. And when he says that 
it's the first time you see a look of pain, shock at her face. It's, it's such a powerful moment that goes unnoticed if you see it the first time. And it's only like on, on like a rewatch that you get to see that. So it comes, that comes with um, replay value. Um, uh, and through this, he is able to eat her emotions through the details quid pro quo instead of eating her flesh that's why he's one of the best villains of all time in this and that's why like that's another reason why this movie freaking rules yeah the best villain that's fine I, I do agree that Hannibal Lecter isn't a fantastic character in fact I said it many times my point was that Agent Starling was a terrible choice to go against one objection of the irrelevance I'll go the, we're talking about Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the whole point. What? <laughs> the whole point overruled. of my case. You're overruled? overruled. He overruled? Yeah. The whole point was that I said that Hannibal Lecter absolutely was the best. One of the best. It was always going down in history as being one of the best characters ever written. Why was Agent Starling the one put there? Other than the fact that you think that Crawford, she was a terrible. Yes, good. Carrie, I gotta let you know that when you're when when an objection comes up about a certain piece of evidence, you can't overrule it when the other person is bringing up a previous piece of evidence. I'm so confused. What just happened? So I'm know. talking about Hannibal Lecter, and and he's admitting that Hannibal Lecter is one of the greatest villains that has ever been written. And then he's saying, he and then he's saying that his point is that Clarice Starling should have never been the character that she is. Yeah, because you're so the, that's the why I said relevant on the prosecution. I have brought this is what I'm coming but I'm, for. I'm, and we already went over that evidence. Yeah, yeah. we're we're past Clarice Starling. So the whole case is on the fact that like all the things that i said i'm trying to prove this you're trying to prove right. against me but 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 in but but in a court we've already gone through your argument your evidence and arguments right. and then mine was clarice and you were able to rebut that rebut hannibal lecter okay but i but nothing in my perfect all right moving my on court to my next has anything person. to do with hannibal lecter <laughs> Correct, which is why it's the defense's turn to put their evidence forward. And if there's no objections to that evidence, we move forward. Uh, so you can, I can, Carrie, can you make that check mark real loud on that paper when you swipe? <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to. <laughs> 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 Moving on to Buffalo Bill, uh, aka James Dumb, uh, a bum, B U M B is his real name, uh, aka James uh, Gum or James is it bum? It's 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 bum, right? No gum. No, it's it gum. Auto corrected to bum. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's my first uh, check against Jamie me. <laughs> Gum or James Gum. What I love about this character is that they are the one of the smallest parts in the film as 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 a side villain pretty much uh the smallest character in the film has the highest impact on all of the characters i would disagree that i he is the main focal point of the entire film it starts off with buffalo bill killings the only reason so hannibal Lecter comes in is because he is sought for his expertise not because he's the main villain i'll re i'll rephrase it when i talk about screen time okay 
screen time as the smallest character in the film. Got it. Um, but his his character just existing has the highest impact on every single character in the movie, including even side characters. It brings out their real true selves in that. He's the driving force that bridges all characters uh, to their desires and needs, but mostly desires. He's not overplayed, not overexposed. Um, not well, using... I would disagree with that. With that, that one scene with him, uh... <laughs> get <ready laughs> spread eagle. Get, get ready to beat this. <laughs> not overplayed let's say but not using gore and shock to grasp the audience just a conduit of growth of the characters around them um even if that growth isn't honorable he he changes characters in different directions but his existence brings out what is truly inside them um uh, uh, dr uh chilton like bringing out his greed by like at whatever cost, like be like wanting him to um, uh, become famous off of the back of anybody, including the point of where he's recording conversations and taking credit, you know, like. In yeah, but I object press. that has nothing to do with Buffalo Bill. That has to do with Hannibal Lecter. No, but it does have some. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Your Honor. Uh, the reason why it does have something to do with Hannibal Lecter is because that Buffalo in itself. Bill. Say again. Your point is Buffalo Bill. Oh, I thought you said that it has nothing to do with. Uh, it has nothing Hannibal to do with. Lecter. It has nothing to do with Buffalo Bill. It has everything no, to it, do with the Hannibal Lecter. But it just that's why I said just the existence and the actions of Buffalo Bill turns character arcs through everybody in the film. Like Chilton is just some you know like 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 the prison you know uh, uh, administrator that because of what's going on with Buffalo Bill who he doesn't know initially what the reason why Clarice Starling wants to talk to Hannibal Lecter starts to figure it out and that changes the way that he treats Hannibal Lecter it changes the way he treats uh, treats Clarice it changes the way he treats himself like everything like it's this it's it's the butterfly effect and all oh, it's the butterfly effect, the moth effect, effect <laughs> where like his actions are little pushes through every single character in the movie. And that's what I have on Buffalo Bill. Okay. Anything, any cross? I mean, I agree that I agree with most of what you said because he was, he was a fantastic character. I mean, I, I think it's, I don't know that that is what makes it a good movie. And there's no, there's no reason to, I mean, there's really no points there. Like, it's not like my, my, well, I mean, your evidence like you is can, my evidence. Again, is it's just, it's just I, a string my, my opening, my <laughs> opening, my opening argument was simply that I was going to use purely just the characters and why them together make it a wonderful movie. Uh, Jack Crawford, uh, top profiler that due to the position he's in and the position Hannibal knows he's in, cannot get the information and insight needed from Hannibal Lecter. He sends a trainee, Clarice Starling, without letting her know his true intentions as to protect her from showing his hand at the table. He's the only man in the film Clarice feels comfortable correcting when he uses his male uh, camaraderie to deflect her, appear uh, her appearance at the autopsy scene. 
it matters uh, to him at, uh, to a point that in his own way, he has to apologize to her. Um, he's like a father figure to her um, and which, you know, like she, her father died, you know, when, when uh, she was a young girl. And so she doesn't use her charm or her femininity against him. He's an important character because she trusts him and she's able to communicate with him. And because of that, she's able to like muster up courage in other areas because she's talking to her superior in that way. Okay. She's, she trusts him and is able to communicate to him, except for the fact that when she's breaking the law by entering a space that she doesn't have a warrant to get into. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. Okay. <laughs> but that's, that's what I've, that's what I've got. I went with, I went for the, uh, the heavy hitters on the, uh, the cast list and, and that's the evidence I have. I think Jack Crawford took a chance. I think he, I think it was the last straw because he tried so many other ways to do things to get to Hannibal Lecter in order to to get information about or his insight into Buffalo Bill, and he was at a loss. So he had to send in anybody, mm-hmm. and he found oh. anybody, and that anybody was an inept agent, Agent Starling, which I, I have agree. proven time and again with many. Many facts that except she is for the terrible, end of the movie, terrible thing. Except for the end of the no, movie. No, I actually told you in evidence that she should have been able to get to him much quicker than when she did. Oh yeah, no, she's lucky she didn't get shot in the back of the head. <laughs> Absolutely terrible agent, but, terrible writing. But the information needed to even knock on that door wouldn't have come to anybody except for her because of the way that she was uh, having a uh, cordial relationship with Hannibal Lecter. He wasn't giving that information to anybody but her. And again, yes. Like and my point is, in, is like that I mentioned in a, in a, in a regular setting, he would not have been put in front of her. She would not have been put in front of him because she was not the type of agent that he would have at a, at a mental capacity at a, at a intellectual level had actually allowed to come into his life. There's no way that that agent would ever have been able to get in front of Hannibal Lecter and gotten anything other than a pen in the neck. And thank you, Jack Crawford for making that all possible. Uh, the defense rests. <laughs> You did oh, rebut my. All right. <laughs> all right, Carrie, how are we looking, Your Honor? Uh, do we have to do closing, or I think we probably. Got I mean, it all I think right. we already did. I, I mean, I your whole your whole thing was a closing argument. Just a, <laughs> one long twenty minute closing argument. I'm gonna tally this up. You boys talk. Okay. Okay. All right, all right. So while he's tallying this up, let's get real. Let's get here. real about this movie. This movie is one of the best like psychological thrillers that have has ever existed. Hannibal Lecter is one of the best. Can best can I characters. can I can I share with you some of my BS uh arguments if I had the clothes if if I if had, you had the, a, the, the, the other, other shoe was oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have to let you know this. Okay. So um <laughs> All right. If I can read my my assumed opening argument, uh, thank you. I'm not here to claim that a, that at one short, 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 short period of time, this movie wasn't mildly entertaining. No, 
I'm here to help you uh, know why this movie should have never dragged good actors through dirty water. <laughs> You'll hear um, uh, how they participated in unreal scenarios. You'll hear how this movie doesn't uh, stand the test of time. And you'll hear how this movie uh, doesn't deserve, uh, uh, I'm sorry, does a disservice to our FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Not to, uh, uh, I don't mean to disturb you with these facts, but like the good doctor says. My argument was going to be on realism and talking about like, uh, like, costumes and like how people but it, it, i was gonna actually placate carrie uh and and say like by 1986 uh, like all the cops in the movie all had revolvers and by 1986 all police in the united states were uh, outfitted with sig sour glock 17s and beretta 92 uh f's true and so like it just doesn't stand up like a you know like to the test of time uh crime scene forensics in the united states was started in 1904 and by 1990 a high profile case like this wouldn't have a bunch of troopers standing in a room with it with a with a body dragged no. out of the water no, no. <laughs> not at all and then i i i made some other arguments that i actually can't say on this uh because of my job <laughs> i went into it like at, at, i was like i think it was like five minutes in i was like i'm gonna go into it hating starling and that's where i'm gonna go and so the whole time it was just under lenses of like starling is terrible and there are things like i don't know if you can agree or not but like i get that starling gets it all together and everything but there are times where it was like why is she because in red dragon will graham is like his mental equal you know mm -hmm. i mean he, he yeah. Hannibal Lecter respects Will Graham. So, I mean, he wants to kill him, but he wants to kill what he respects as well. Right. He wants she to use his heart. Exactly. That's how much he respects him. Exactly. Yeah. She, like, he doesn't have that. Like, Starling was not Will Graham. She was not as good as he was. But I understand that he had a lot of, like, experience beforehand and, and stuff like that. But I was like, this is a, this is a little bit... Would you, would you... No, wait, wait. Don't read it out loud. Okay. This is for the three of us. That was one of my arguments, and that's one of the main reasons. I'm grasping <laughs> at straws here. That's one of the reasons why I was yeah, so yeah. glad that you gave me the defense argument. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. I um all right, uh all right, your honor. Your honor. What's the verdict? Okay. So Sam, you did a very convincing job of explaining why Agent Starling was a if if not an inexperienced agent. Um, a a inept, stilly needing to be polished trainee. <laughs> what you did not convey is that the movie was bad because of it. So, <laughs> um, when I did it, like I said, every argument you guys had, whoever won the argument, whether it be through rebuttal or objection, earned a point. So. Sam, that being said, I don't think you failed. I mean, you did, but don't think it's all about that. <laughs> so <laughs> you both ended up with seven and seven. Where are you? Hello. There seven you and seven. Seven and seven. Seven and seven. So between arguments, objections, rebuttals, each of you had a tie as far as points on paper. But again, and you, you probably knew this was going to happen, Sam, and I, I commend you for, <laughs> for falling on that sword. You did not convince me that it was a bad movie, that 
only that she was a poor agent. Based on and, the fact that Hannibal Lecter would never have been put in the same room as, as this terrible agent? Yes and no. Okay. Maybe. But this is a movie. And looking at it through the lens that it's a movie, we expect there to be some some level, some element of fantasy, of of far-reaching, the underdog Very story, blah, 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 blah. So... I mean, come on, you knew this was going to happen. Well, the thing is, <laughs> I love I this. Very, I, I love this movie. So it's so like, wait, I don't want to commend you. I will commend you that you actually had, there were points in there that I'm like, holy crap, he's absolutely right. <laughs> I'm telling you. Wow. Gary warned me too. Well he done, was like, he was well like, Thank you, you better, he's like, I appreciate you better that. start writing notes. He's like, I listened to the, the, the Geely one. He's like, I can't believe you lost that argument. He's like, you know, Sam's coming packing. You know what? I was like, no. I was, I was trying. A worried about this one, man. Yeah, if, but if I, I, I love this movie. I did. I did not want to like. I didn't want to win this. Like, I would win just for gloating, but I don't want to win this. It's a fantastic movie. It's it's, no, it's a, fun. This I would good. say. I would say if it comes down to seven and seven, when it comes to points and arguments, that's called a mistrial. So what? What does that do then? That that means that like we evened out on the argument, but we both. Yes, but I'm the judge, right. and I rule. So yeah, he, I'm going by he points. Overruled. Yeah, he ruled. <laughs> the points help me. Yep. decide whether or not who won and yeah. i did it's fair it's fair i mean you guys have been friends for a long time and i won't take that into consideration oh come on <laughs> no 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 we're doing that because <laughs> of mike i, I told I him that in, i was gonna I do came, that i told him i said man yeah, yeah. you better bring your a no, game no. because i know sam's gonna and you did good job michael well for okay, the good portion right, of that i was leaning towards you sam i gotta say i was leaning towards you i was like man he's really got this the while i was here. writing this stuff down i was like but, this is just like me, far reaching so right? <laughs> this the is crazy stuff. things the continuity things are inarguable that's uh, when you start if, when you started getting me on continuity i was like mm-hmm. these are literally just like hand me down points to sam what was carrie what was the thing you were going to say about the rounds yeah 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 did that have anything about um, anything? I was watching well, again. It, the round wasn't bent. The it was like tip in, was right? a little smashed, but yeah. it's a hollow point. Hollow point. I mean, that it doesn't necessarily make it a bad round. You don't think that would have do its job? Out of curiosity, you don't think that would have uh, done anything to tra- trajectory or anything? Hollow points aren't meant for range; they're meant for impact. And yeah, as yeah. soon as they hit something, they mushroom. Yeah. So I, I was uh, reaching. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, yeah. Good eye. No, I did dude, I, I, absolutely I, good eye. Did you did you see it when you watched the movie, Carrie? He's when she takes out the, I didn't see it. I, mean, either. I, I saw her slap it down. I didn't. That's I didn't it. And that's why I said frame to by Sam. frame to look at it like Sam did. Like I said, He's he like, brought his A game. <laughs> I can't believe you saw that because that's such a quick scene when she sli- places it down. It's on not the even table. a full second. It was crazy, dude. Like, like that. I gotta. Get, when you had that, I was like, nothing. Like, there's no argument. What am I gonna say? No. Like, she likes wobbly bullets. Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> I went like into this. it with the lens of like, I'm going to try no, to get I'm, this. I'm very impressed. And the scene in the, the the cell with the two guards. Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen this movie probably two dozen times. I've never caught that fact that yeah. He's he gets hit in the face with the door, hence locking him out of the gate. Yeah. And then the next scene, he's just grabbing about that. There's yeah. there's no yeah. Well, like you said, that was an editing. You know, it obviously was, yeah, it was right, shot fifteen right. times. And... But it, now I can never unsee it. So I know, right? Oh, it was fun. It was fun doing that. Honestly, but well I didn't played, win. Well I did win that. Good game. No, that's good. And 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 again, like like to be honest, like most of my my arguments, if I was to to flip um tails or, or like or get the uh, the 
prosecution part of it, I was going the same exact way you were, Sam, just in a different direction where I was going on realism, like going through like the crime scene stuff, like like how certain officers were acting. And and again, who would choose Clarice Starling, you know, to to right. to be on this? That's right. that was all I had for arguments. I couldn't talk about you brought up script writing, which was like like a that that argument really turned my cheeks red. <laughs> like you're brave. Oh, yeah, um, no, I know. But but that but that point but, with the pen, that was I was like, how do yeah. you get that pen? How do you get that pen? I was I was actually gonna use the pen in a different thing. And um I was gonna say, how was he able to get the pen from his stomach to his mouth? Remember, he's in the curtain going to the bathroom and and uh and but he, he you know like he's curtained off from the two officers and he's quote unquote using the bathroom but what he's really doing is controlling his stomach to get the piece of the pen from his stomach to his teeth yeah i mean i and then so i so i was like oh that. this is gonna be a good argument and then i looked it up and there's something called professional regurgitations <laughs> oh getting that pen out yeah I mean, yes, and so there's like. But where did he did, where did he dispose the rest of the pen? You know, oh, so yeah, he only had the. He the, probably let it go out. That. That's clip, he right? probably yeah. let the, the rest of the pen go out the bottom, and then just had the clip come out the top. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's uh, pretty extreme. Yeah, it didn't make sense, but I I love the movie, so it doesn't matter. No, it's <laughs> like awesome. you said, you, you overlook these things. Yeah. But, but when, when I was like, oh, this is a great argument. And I was like, maybe I should look it up in case Sam can look it up. And then I found videos of people like swallowing cue balls and then like regurgitating back up. I'm like, no, bad argument. <laughs> <laughs> I had court cases. I had WebMD about the, the whole adrenaline thing with the senses heightening and stuff like that. It was it's so many things. It was oh I did God. research. <laughs> oh, and then and then when you told me that you're going to bring stuff up about um uh, the real yes. serial killer and stuff like that. Yep. I went right to it too. And I was like, yeah. oh, that guy wasn't the, the, the thing I was going to bring up is so Carrie, I don't know if you know, Hannibal Lecter, uh, Thomas Harris, um, uh, basically kind of based loosely based, very loosely based Hannibal Lecter on this, uh, killer from where was it? A uh, couple South- of killers. Well, yeah, but one in particular, the mannerisms, um, were from a guy who was in South America that guy oh, I had gosh. the doctor. What was his? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Alfredo Bali Trevino. He was a South American man who who killed his boyfriend, and um, they his whole like stance, the way he presented himself, very yeah. stoic. So yeah. he he went with that, and but the whole thing was that he wasn't completely based on him because you know they were trying to say that he was a serial killer and he only killed one person and then he ended up getting out later on and and stuff like that so i was going to i had some things with that to go against you but you never brought it up so it didn't matter no, no what i actually was going to bring up and i kind of masked it as the ser- serial killer thing <laughs> was uh oh fuzzy boy uh um, there's a cat uh, just for, man. those who was, are listening there's a, there's a cat in frame <laughs> oh. um, sorry Hmm. Uh, was uh not not because no, when, when my dip says fuzzy boy it's uh <laughs> that's out of context <laughs> oh, that's come, yeah out of context <laughs> on audio medium that's gonna be bad what what i was actually gonna use was uh jack crawford and the fbi profiles he was molded after 
And the, look, I like Jack Crawford in Red Dragon more so than I like him in this movie. Who plays him in Red Dragon? Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. That's yeah, yeah. Listen, that uh, Jack Crawford there was much better than this Jack Crawford. He was just kind yeah. of you know, but that was it was filmed in the nineties. This was you know two thousand whatever. It was different. Yeah, I was upset with the whole Will Graham thing. I was like, this I, I has to. The the only reason Hannibal Lecter's in that cell is because of the brain power of yep. of, of, of Graham. I was like, yeah. that goes with the whole thing that I'm saying of how she should not be in that movie because Will Graham was the man and the mastermind that that finally caught him. We didn't so know that yet. Correct. Yes, so like, but in the books we a, do. Yeah. So yeah, in the in we're the not story talking about arc, the book, we're talking about the movie. Yeah, I know, but the story <laughs> arc in the story. You know that Hannibal Lecter was caught because of that. So the story is the what what it was. So that's why he's like I knew like and that's the thing. That was gonna punch holes in in like a lot of things I was gonna say. And I have it in bold writing here. If uh, uh Red Dragon. It's yeah. so if anything got brought up in Red Dragon, I was like, objection, relevancy. We're talking you about knew this that, movie. That would have that would have <laughs> given me the case. That little fact right there. Will Graham versus Agent Starling. You, there's no comparison. You can't do it. Yeah. It doesn't it fun. doesn't work. It doesn't work for the character of, of Hannibal Lecter. Listen, y'all, if uh if you have any if you have any ideas of what movies you would like us to see us ruin our family over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause next is going to be a bad movie. Uh, let us know uh, for reals podcast on Instagram. Uh, please let us know. Thank you so much. Uh, your honor. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, Carrie, for, for hanging with job, us. Man. Guys, uh, thank you so much for having me. This has been a pleasure. Hope you do it again. Hope you do it again. Dips and I were talking and like, we're, we were hoping how this would all work, like the format would work with having a third person. I think it just went fantastic. It's so much better than Dips just checkmarking, oh, I win. It's like, no, I won Geely. I won Geely. I totally uh, did. Uh, yeah. you, you should see. <laughs> totally I, I actually, you. before this podcast, it deleted my notes from Geely because I was looking at my scorekeeping thing and I was like, what BS? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should have won that. Um, but yeah, no, Carrie, I hope you do this again with us. Good to have you. Oh yeah, man. This is a pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, guys. So <laughs> Hi, boys. Yeah, so that's it, everybody. Uh check this out. Uh and like Dip said, give us suggestions for the next one. And uh yeah, I don't know. Dips, you wanna Hasta la vista. That's it? Okay. All right. Bye mom. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>